tieflings and tabaxi, high elves and halflings, barbarians and bards. Welcome back to Raw School. Open up your player's handbook as we take another deep dive into the magical and mystical world of Dungeons and Dragons. Class is now in session. Students! What? Students, come to attention, what? please. Detention? I don't a want to go there. Attention! Who is that hiding in the corner? Oh, it's a you rogue. Little, you little rogue. I'm a rogue. You little rogue. <laughs> and this has gone on long enough. <laughs> Welcome to Raw School, everyone. We are here with the hosts of the Three Pillars podcast, Jesse, Lou, and Tyler, who are just on our episode of Raw and Order this week as well. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you uh, so much. It's nice to see you again. Yes. <laughs> Even though we just continued recording, so we mm-hmm. didn't go anywhere in reality. <laughs> it's been um, so long. Yeah, it's been so long. I barely recognize you. <laughs> I've changed so much. <laughs> so today in our in our class, uh, our class brief, we are talking about the one and only Rogue. Rogue. Yes. The hidden in the shadows, popping out to attack people and do mischievous things and steal mm-hmm. things and be mischievous. So everyone, let's just hear it. What are some of the hallmarks of the rogue class? Anyone, popcorn style, just go for it. Best sneak attack. Sneak attack. I mean, sneak attack. <laughs> Come on. That, you know, I struggled with picking rogue to play because it, it, it it's obviously not a magic centric type of class and i love me some magic so picking this one for uh, my icewind dale campaign was like should i should i should i but man that sneak attack is amazing so what is sneak attack <laughs> well for our listeners yes so beginning at first level all right right out of the gate beginning at first level if you have advantage on an attack roll you get to deal an extra 1d6, all right? But if you have an ally within five feet of your enemy, you get to roll a 1d6 and add that to your damage roll. Even if you don't have advantage. Exactly. So this is just an amazing feature. I love this about rogues. This is a wonderful, wonderful feature that comes with this class. I'm all about that sneak attack. And then those d6s increase as you get to higher levels. Up to 10 D6. Insanity. That's not so. I want to play a level 20 rogue so bad. Yes. <laughs> They're not fun. They're not? You no. just don't like rolling that many dice. I, I don't have that much dice. Let's go, I don't have enough dice to compensate for it. You need more dice. That's, that's an easy problem to fix. I'm making my own dice right now. It's the yeah. oh, thank you, Tyler. You're correct. I <laughs> I need to go back to school, but that's why we're in Ross school. So, Tyler, what what about what, what's another feature of rogues um, uh, or or anyone? What's another feature of rogues that sort of highlights them as as the rogue class? Um, I think at the uncanny dodge at fifth level is really fun. We can use reaction to half uh, attacks damage. It's really Absolutely. useful. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and they get that at fifth level. I think they might be the only class that gets uncanny dodge. 
because um, then they get something similar at seventh level evasion, which is if you're forced to make a dexterity saving throw uh, from like an AOE effect, you can, um, uh, if you succeed, you take no damage. And if you fail, you only take half damage. Um, uh, and uh, monks get that and possibly some other classes, but um, it's it's a really limited and it just makes rogues like those super acrobatic, like doing flips in the air, like really able to just sort of get out of the way of harm, which for a rogue is a really good thing. Um, I think we also have to mention cunning action at second level. Mm-hmm. Um, this oh, is yeah. one of the most useful um, uh, abilities. When you talk about action economy, the worst thing in D&D for me is when you like you have your turn and you can't use your movement, your action, your interaction, and your bonus action all in one turn. <laughs> That's not a problem with rogues. With a rogue, you're going to be using all of that uh, in one turn. Um, you can take the dash, disengage, or hide uh, action as a bonus action, which is unique to rogues. Um, uh, Ranger and and the goblin race have similar abilities um, at later levels uh, for Ranger uh, and something similar for goblins, but nothing that's quite as powerful as the cunning action. Jesse, yeah. did you have uh, another one? Um, I mean, I, I actually really... Uh... I really love the expertise because I'm a skill monkey. Mm. I I love skills and I love to be better than everybody else, anybody else at them. And the the ex the getting the expertise at was it third and sixth level, mm-hmm. um, or first and sixth level. That's what it is. Are, is just great. It just yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I have it. I have a build of a of a swashbuckler rogue multi class with a glamour bard. So you can add your charisma to your initiative roles. Oh and um, yeah, it's so, it is like so fun. <laughs> Look into it. It's great. Um, uh, but uh, uh, you get, you get all of, you get the expertise from the rogue and the expertise from the bard plus jack of all trades. It's really, really cool. Insanity. <laughs> and um, for the role players among us, because this is definitely something I often use all the yes. time and harass Clint about over and over again, my DM. Thieves can't, <laughs> which is the mm-hmm. cutest little addition to a class ever because it's they get so their cute. own little secret language among thieves. And every time I read anything written anywhere as a rogue, <laughs> I ask my DM, is it saying something else to me? Is it is it really just saying what it's saying? Or is I'm so it saying- glad I don't DM you as a rogue. Because uh, I would just be like, crap. Oh, dear. I would um, come up with something. Yeah. Um, so proficiency with thieves tools, obviously, you're going to be the class that's unlocking locks. You're going to be the class that's disarming traps. You're going to be the class that's looking for traps. Um, and uh, proficiency with dexterity and intelligence saving throws. Okay, so... That is like the the meat of the rogue. Now we get into the fun stuff, the subclasses. Yes. Rogues are so versatile. Everyone, what are your favorite rogue subclasses? And I think we should just do roundtable. Let's yeah. let's start with Jesse. What is your favorite subclass of rogue? I'm gonna have to go with the one I had the most experience playing with, and that's gonna be the arcane trickster. Mm. I I had so much fun. With all the different things you can do, all the different spells you can cast to make it so much easier to sneak in and do whatever it is you want to do as a rogue. Um, like we had one campaign where I pretended to be the administrator or the health administrator of the city and were to <laughs> sneak in an antidote into everybody that we had had. It was 
crazy and weird, but I just disguised self to to fake being an, an administrative professional. It was great. Um, <laughs> the most mundane rogue action ever. I love it so it's much. It's so good. Uh, yeah, so Arcane Tracer, you get access to spells from the wizards list. Intelligence is your uh, spellcasting modifier for it. And I, what I love, I also play an Arcane Trickster multi-class with a Hexblade Warlock, and I love the, the Mage Hand Ledgerman. It lets you use and control your Mage Hand as a bonus action. Well, you can cast it, and then it lets you control it as a bonus action with as part of your cunning action. And you can also use, use it to disarm traps or unlock doors and make sleight of hand checks, um, which is like super, like, super helpful oh your your dm put in a trap where the door is going to explode not today i stand back 30 <laughs> feet and use my mage hand to unlock that door <laughs> exactly and and i i mostly we mostly stuck to low level so that's about as far as i got was the third level ability but is all i needed a, a few spells <laughs> and that that mage hand that's all you need yeah <laughs> all right tyler or lou do you, either of you want to go next um, I'll go next. Yeah. Um, my, I think the best um, rogue subclass is yeah, the swashbuckler rogue. Mm. Oh. Because it's, it's actually not because of the um fancy footwork ability, or or not um the the one that allows you to to um use your sneak attack while just being mm-hmm. there. The the rakish audacity. Yeah. yeah. There you yeah. go. That one. I actually like yeah the. You know, panache and the fancy footwork, the you know, the stuff that like really ham up the you know the flavor of it and the dueling. tell us a little bit about that, Tyler. So, can, can you explain to our listeners a little bit about panache and what that gives you? Basically, at ninth level, your charm becomes um, you just get really as an action, you can make a persuasion check con- contested by um, another creature's insight check. And the creature must be able to hear you, of course, and share language. And if you succeed on the check, uh, and the creature is hostile to you, it has disadvantage on attack rolls against targets other than you, and cannot make opportunity attacks against targets other than you. So you just basically get to like um, make a creature only like target you. Yeah, wow. it's like drawing aggro and and like. Yeah other games yeah wow command duel over here with with an ability well but it's and it's even better than that because um it really like you said it adds so much flavor to that sort of this is like what i think as like your whirling dervish like swinging around dual wielding like you run in you attack you can run away without taking opportunity attacks you're a charismatic rogue like absolutely i think swashbucklers are really really fun yeah all right lou what about you do you have a, a favorite subclass I do. It's it's actually a tie between assassin and mastermind. Oh but yes, mastermind is so much fun. Like, I like. I don't like the stereotype of rogues being all like sneaky and stuff, and like thieves and assassins and stuff. Um, so I like how like they're all secret holders and things and masterminds just plays to that so much you're spy you're like rogues aren't just thieves and evil they're spies they're part of the government too if you want them to be and if they're just spies quarters and like people who seemingly can just like charm you with a 
like with one word, something that just can keep talking to you so that you just forget what you were thinking about. And words are just so much fun to use in like a D&D game. Oh, absolutely. Fine. And masterminds have one of the coolest abilities, I think, of any class, the master of tactics, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It lets you use the help action as a bonus action. So you could be a rogue that like stands on a rock far away with a with a short bow, making attack or crossbow, making attacks while you um so long as you're within 30 feet of an ally, rather than using your bonus action to dash and hide and whatever, you use it to, to give your allies advantage on their next attack. That is so powerful. It's Very so powerful. powerful. And it's so cool. And you get that at third level. Yeah. It's, very, it's a yeah. very early spell. Very early, like, ability. ability. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Because in my mind, I was thinking, like, this is almost like a spell. Like, yeah. this is what you're doing, you know? And yeah, I'm with you. That's very cool. I don't know. What about you? I don't know that it's my favorite, but <laughs> I have to talk about it because I play it. <laughs> Soul knife. All right. Don't you mean the psionic? <laughs> you get one thing wrong one time about a thing you play and it's never going to not haunt you oh yeah definitely. i mean i did it. not i did Who not yell it? soul knife 600 times while i was listening to that podcast at all oh sorry continue continue anyway soul knife rogues do have psionic power all right and this is the reason that i picked soul knife to play was because at the heart of it the thing i enjoy most about DD is the role play narrative part right I, I talk about that all the time on this podcast i talk about that all the time on raw and order the thing i love is to be able to use my character's abilities my character's you know features class race features to build a richer story and I thought that Soul Knife gave me the most to play with in that to that extent. Definitely. And it was really, really hard <laughs> not picking Arcane Trickster because I was like, ooh, I really want some magic. But <laughs> I'm so happy that I, I went with Soul Knife, actually, because it comes with a lot of cool stuff. Homing strikes. Okay, so mm -hmm. you get these like psionic dice um, that you get to use as needed so you get homing strike so if you make if i make an attack roll and i miss the target i can use one of my psionic energy die to add the number to the attack roll psychic teleportation as this starts at ninth level obviously so i haven't been using this yet but i'm sure we'll get there eventually but <laughs> i can manifest one of my blades throw the blade and then transport myself to where <laughs> I threw the blade. How freaking cool is that going to be? Okay. Yeah, that's, so awesome. that's the stuff that I'm going to get at a higher level. Even at a basic level right now, I have telepathy. Mm -hmm. I have psionic blades that I can make with both my hands, even if oh, I yeah. am completely weaponless. So in situations where we go into like negotiations with a hostile party and they're yeah. like, drop your weapons, leave them at the door, which has happened already. I'm like, cool, whatevs, here you go. Take everything you want because my mind creates weapons. 
Yeah, I it's, mean, that's it's a very badass. cool subclass. Yes, oh, yeah. absolutely. Go ahead. And I love using the psychic whispers uh, and other tele- telepathic communication to mess with your enemies. Yes. Whisper in their head that you know you're right <laughs> behind them, or you know things like that. You can mess with people so bad oh, if you yeah. can talk to them in their head because they have no idea what's going on. It's great. <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And uh the side bolstered knack, which mm. is just like incredible, but my regular ability checks, if I have dice left over, I can just use that to add it to any ability check. Like that's yeah. incredible. It's an incredible power. There's a very powerful uh, rogue subclass and it's a blast to play. So oh, I have yeah. to talk about it. Yeah. How about you, Joe? Um, so this one is a kind of an odd one. I really like the scout. Um, I, I haven't played it. I, um, uh, I act, no, I actually have when I originally built Umbra, my, rogue warlock she was a scout and not an arcane trickster um this is sort of just your like like sort of hunting in the woods kind of like sneaking through um uh uh terrain like like getting the advantage and staying stealthy um and also just staying out of harm's way so um at third level if a creature ends its turn within five feet of you you can immediately use your reaction to just move away 15 feet without provoking opportunity attacks that automatically saves you a bonus action disengage which means this has a lot of utility for that action economy um uh, and also at third level, um, uh, you gain proficiency in nature and survival. And if you already have proficiency, you just gain expertise in those things. Um, your walking uh, your walking speed increases by uh, 10 feet and applies to swimming or climbing speed as well. So if you're like uh, a water genasi or a tabaxi, you're increasing those other speeds that you have by 10 feet as well, which is awesome. Um, and sudden strike, which granted it, it takes you up until 17th level to get, which not many you know people play at that high level. Um, if you take the attack action on your turn, you can make another attack as a bonus action. And both of those attacks can use sneak attack. Meaning if you're at level 20, you can do two 10d6 plus your weapon damage attacks on two different targets. You can't do it on the same target, but you can still use that sneak attack twice, which no other rogue subclass can do. Insane. Um, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a long time to get. Right. But if you're playing a level 17 campaign, this would be an amazing rogue subclass to take. Granted, I think they're a little underpowered compared to um some of the other uh rogue subclasses but um i just think it's a really fun flavorful subclass so yeah yeah it's about almost a better ranger than ranger <laughs> really is <laughs> really a better ranger let's be honest it would make an amazing multi-class with ranger right take three levels of ranger and 17 levels and <laughs> In uh, a casual in seventeen levels, yeah, ca- cash seventeen, just cash yeah. seventeen. <laughs> no big deal. Do that every day. Um, <laughs> yeah. Lou, <laughs> um, so you also mentioned that you liked assassin, and I feel like we have to touch on uh, assassin and thief a little bit more. So why don't you tell us a little bit about assassin? It was my first subclass that, like, my first rogue subclass that I ever played. Like, my first rogue, I believe, was an assassin too. It's this little thing in my heart. <laughs> um I, it was my very typical st- stereotypical rogue uh which i hate those now but it's fun and like imposter is so much fun where you can like mimic another person's speech and behavior. Very cool. it's like this flavorful thing 
and like you can just assassinate people which i mean as a big writer who likes to write death scenes i like assassinations they're fun to write <laughs> they're fun to do it's, it's an everyday little thing i do every tuesday go assassinate yeah. somebody it's normal <laughs> Yeah, totally normal. When you ever ask, you ask a teenager and they're like, I love assassinations. It's <laughs> perfectly normal. Totally normal. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, assassins make really great multi-classes with yep. um, Gloomstalker Rangers. So if Ooh. you're thinking of a multi-class, consider it because with Gloomstalkers, you also get a bunch of benefits at third level to creatures that have yet um, that have yet gone in combat and you can make an extra attack, which means with this subclass, you'd get two attacks against those individuals. Um, and you also are essentially invisible to creatures that rely on dark vision to see. So it is an incredibly nice subclass. It's so uh, fun. It's so nice. And it's just, I think it's something that you get really quickly right off the bat. Yeah. And it's, I just, I love it. It's a little space, little, little, little hole in my heart with that assassin. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like compared to all of these, Thief is just like soups boring. <laughs> well, yes. I, it's, it, it has its, it's, I don't know. I mean, it's a little underpowered, right? Mm-hmm. But um, you can use your cunning action to use Thief's tools um, to make a sleight of hand check um, uh, or use the, uh, use an object interaction. So, like, I, I could I could imagine if you had a really clutch object that would that could do a lot of cool stuff. Um, uh, I mean, technically, I mean, this may be a question for a Raw and Order episode. Could you use a wand of mis- of magic missiles or something with it? Use an object. I mean, ooh, that would be know. interesting. It's an well, action. You can, right? you can once you get the use magic device at level thirteen as a thief. Ah, um, so. Uh, this is one of those things that could really benefit from that 5.5 yes, uh, change absolutely. because it's almost there. It's like you want this thief, which should be like one of the best rogue subclasses. Right. right. It just isn't. It, it just isn't there. But if, if they could point. make it a little bit better uh, somehow, it would. Uh, I want to I play a thief, but it just sucks. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely room for DMs to do a lot of homebrewing. And I think because I think what happened with the Wizards is they they got into a rut of like, okay, they had all the players handbook stuff. And then as they made new subclasses like Hexblade Warlock, for example, they were like, oh, we could actually do so much better things with subclasses. And so you started <laughs> to see them get more and more powerful. Um, and that's where you have ones like the Soul Knife, which can just do a million things. Yes. Um, I think yeah. the only one we haven't talked about maybe is the Phantom subclass. Yeah, is it yes. great flavor? Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. What a fun one to play in like a Halloween one shot. It's just like made for it. But yeah, I think just generally speaking, it can do a lot of very cool things that are like vastly different than the other rogue subclasses which is very cool and it comes with a a little bit of its own kind of backstory there right like Mm -hmm. you have to build around this kind of connection to the dead that you have uh so that's pretty cool um the only other subclass that we didn't talk about was inquisitive this is much more of like a role play friendly class um but i just think starting at third level the lowest you can roll on insight is an eight uh which is awesome uh so uh yeah check those out if they appeal to you um rogues are are super fun and it all depends on how you flavor 
how how you flavor what it is that they're doing and you use your creativity to mm -hmm. use that coming action and use all those special abilities in really unique ways. Any uh, any final thoughts on rogues? Uh, for the listeners out there, please don't make them the tragic backstory lost your parents <laughs> Batman archetype. <laughs> I'm just begging you. I hate I hate people who do that. Beg beg you, please. Yeah thank yeah. You. Rogues are so much more fun if you have really nice parents who think <laughs> that you are are like you know mm -hmm. working on the on the docks or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, or yeah. Doing something like that. I have more fun with it. Like. Yeah. Make like I had a rogue who was also ran a restaurant and it was a <laughs> it was so a lot cute. of fun. He was a, basically a cook and then became the manager. It was great. It worked, it was so much fun. You know, he did have the tragic dead parent backstory, but that that's beside the point. <laughs> and I wanted to stab him for that. It's just it's the worst, it's the worst. Who's getting dramatic over here? <laughs> I had the best character in that campaign. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun. Well, thank you all so much for coming on uh, to Raw School as well as Raw Order, of course, yes. um, and discussing rogues with us. What a fun class. What mm -hmm. versatility is available even in these subclasses that exist in uh, the written universe. So please, our listeners, have fun with this. And uh, we'll see you next time. Class. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.